What's up, y'all? This time, I'm back with a part two. It will definitely be a more in-depth look into representation. I want to start off by inviting black businesses, black business owners, artists of all kinds, or anyone that has a talent that can be shared with others to please shoot an email over to me at blacktalks at gmail.com with what it is you have to offer people. I want to interview you. I want to talk to you. I want to interview you for Highlight Our Melanin, the Creative Corner segment, and or shout you out on all my social media platforms. Please follow Black to Business on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Black Talks. Remember, Black is spelled B-L-A-Q. So this past weekend was the BZA Delta Sigma Theta Small Business Expo, and I missed it. I know I said I would be attending, but unfortunately, I ended up going to work. And I wasn't able to go. Sharice actually went in my place instead. She took some amazing photos, collected a lot of business cards for me. I got to see a lot of photos. And I even got to enjoy the event through the photos. Like, it was a lot. And I'm so thankful for it. So, she also gave out some of my business cards as well. And I couldn't be more thankful for that. So, shout out to Sharice Chardet Photography for coming in clutch for you, girl. And also, if y'all want to see any of those photos, you can go over to her website, sharishardet.com. She does have some nice photos from the event. And also, I will be taking some of those business cards and shouting out some of those businesses with their permission. So I'm going to be reaching out to all those people that did give business cards to us and talk to you. I'll be talking about black representation with Taylor today. This is the second part of the series. So if you are listening to this, you may want to go back and listen to black representation part one with Cherie Charday. This is Taylor's fourth time being here. So she's a regular guest now. What's up, girl? Hey, girl. What's going on? Not much, not much. So I know you had a few insights when it came to representation. That's why I decided to do a part two. Mm-hmm. So... Many of y'all have already heard the um, last episode. We talked a little bit about black black representation, and we just want to go a little bit deeper. Ready? Ready. All right. All right. <laughs> so, first things first. As a kid, what did you want to be growing up? Well, I... Okay, this is going to sound really silly, but <laughs> I really wanted to be a fashion designer like Raven on That's So Raven. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> I took all my little, like, dress-up clothes, and I pinned, like, different, like, points are like we pin them differently to try to turn them into outfits mm-hmm. air quotes because they did not look like outfits. <laughs> but you know <laughs> to you they did and that's all that matters yeah. <laughs> i mean i guess that was some representation because she was an african-american right and you didn't see too many like well there were some good examples of it but we um that was one of the you know bigger um shows that had african-americans um the show in a positive light and they were teenagers and you know, and everybody was happy-go-lucky, and it was, you know, really cool. Right, and let's see, what channel that was? Disney, Disney, channel. Disney channel. That was on okay. Disney channel. Okay, So, um, how important is representation in today's society? I feel like it's very important. It's important especially for young African-Americans to see, you know, older African-Americans, you know, whether it be just a little bit older or, you know, or even, you know, just like, 
I guess the same age too. Even okay. younger, you know, yeah. some children are out here doing the doggone thing. They are. It's good to see, <laughs> you know, people succeeding and people that look like you that are succeeding. And, you know, so it lets you know, oh, I can do this too. I can do that too. And, you know, this it's positive and there's more, it needs to be more positivity in the world. Hey, I'm all about that. I truly, I truly believe that. But, um... I wanted to go back to what you just said about the show showing positive light. Mm-hmm. Is that what you said? Yes. And that was like, there were a few examples of it, but that was one of like the main ones. Yes. Like, I really feel like we need more of that now. Cause right. so, so, cause because now we're, it's so much of this reality TV and they pay us essentially to get on TV and act a fool. Right. And we watch it and we get, help them keep getting paid to do that. And it's like, right. is this what we really should aspire to be like? Or... Should it be something else? <laughs> right. Because, yeah, so many people want to be, like, the reality TV stars, and they just want Instagram followers, and so they're, or, uh, you know, they just want to be liked, so they do whatever they have to do to, you know, be popular in that sense, but that might not necessarily be the most positive image that they want to put out. So, um, you know, maybe they should highlight more, you know, doctors, or they should highlight more, um you know, more business women who are, you know, because black women are some of the leading um, people graduating from college and owning businesses. And they are the lead in owning businesses. Right. right? So, yeah. So, you know, you should be, we should see that. Our media doesn't represent that. Our media, like, it's, you don't see that. So the media needs to do a better job of giving us our due diligence. That's, that's true. So I really do feel like the representation by the media is really like grand amongst all other things you know because it's like that's what's easily accessible to everybody like these kids faces are in tablets phones computers starting at a very young age i think they come out the womb now knowing how to work out <laughs> you know it's like w- the media has so much power and it's like right now in the media the power that they have is it's not they're not really using that power for positivity for African Americans. Right. And I feel like that needs to be done like more, like more often. Um and I, I just I just think a lot, like how how is it gonna be done? Like what's what else are we gonna do to continue to bring positivity into the world, especially for these young kids so they can see and say, you know what, I wanna be more like that instead of this other option that the media is showing saying, you know, I wanna be like that. Right. Or, I wanna be a YouTube star. Like Right. What else? Like, I really want to know, how do you feel that, um, re- how do you feel representation inspires children? Like, how, I don't think I'm asking that right, Well, but... <laughs> well I guess the, the thought that comes in my head, because I recently got an Instagram, but I'm put, I took it, um, I made it a point to follow, um, people or, um, you know, hashtags that would promote black positivity, and so, like, I follow people who talk positively about their um, natural hair. I follow people who talk positively about, you know, like, you know, all shades of black are, you know, beautiful. And I, you know, make sh- and so maybe instead of, like, maybe having kids, you know, follow or see, like, you know, put more of that in front of them. So, and then, like, to have them see black people being positive like, you know, on Instagram, maybe, or, like, on Facebook, um, showing more positivity, or talk, people talking about more, um, historical positive things, or, you know, educating your children, and to, like, being, like, this is what our people can do, 
and you know you can be like this and to show um to share that more with your family your children to talk about it to you know let them know that this is you know this is us yeah and i mean also kind of scaling back on the social media because i really do feel like at a young age they should not see that because that's everybody that's a that's everybody out there so i do feel like on a, in a grand scheme of things social media needs to be scaled back some so where we can show them more you know like you can pull up a document documentary on the computer or the tv you know right. let them see what's going on that's not really including social media because that i feel like it up to a certain age, you really shouldn't see what people are just doing, like, in their free time <laughs> on social media. So, like, so as for children, I think we should take some of that away and provide more things, like books. Um, yeah, definitely. Videos, movie, movies. Like, movies definitely. are such a, a great thing, especially now with them remaking a lot of old movies or replaying different things, and you're able to see these different directors take different stories and scripts and turn it into something else, and it's like, oh, wait. They didn't say this in that movie. Right. But dang, this happened when Martin Luther King was alive. I didn't know he did. I didn't know he stepped out on his wife like that. Right. You know, like, I really feel like that should be something that we should do, like, as a, as one, as a whole people. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah, um, seeing black people in the, me- uh, in the movies in particular, like, there's been a lot of positive black movies that came out. Definitely. Definitely. And, you know, I'm glad that Hollywood is starting to, you know, um, promote more, like, black writers, black directors, black actors and actresses. And, you know, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, because a lot more of them are actually getting more opportunities. And some people, you know, they start off really, really small. Mm -hmm. And they're not making it, really making it big until they're 40. In their mid to late 40s. And it's like, wow, I can... I still have time or, you know, anybody, Hey, you still have time. You know, when we were growing up, you know, we would say, Hey, we want to be an actress or an actor. And I was like, well, if you don't get started by this age, there's really no room for you in the business. Like, right. and I think they said, if you don't get started like eight or 10, right. They're really not looking for you. And it's like, well, by the time I made my mind up that this is something that I wanted to do, or I realized I was good at this. Right. I'm 14, 15, 16. It's like, Hey, I can act. Mm-hmm. So why not pursue it? And it's like, it's a little bit harder. And they used to say, Hey, no, don't do that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it was like, it was like, one time, not two. Um, <laughs> it was like, you know, if you don't make this, meet this deadline, then there's no room for you ever. So I think that turned a lot of people away. Right. And I think that, that yeah, that's also damaging the kids. Like, no, you have time. Like, you have time to make your mind up. You know, it's not the end of the world if by even by 14, 15, you don't know exactly what you want to do. It's, it's it's about how much work you put into it and, you know, how passionate you are about, you know, what you're doing. Right. And, you know, you can always create good, you know, good content. You can always, you know, be your best self. Definitely, definitely. Um, Like, what's her name? Tiffany Haddish. Right. She, she has come <laughs> a she, long way. She has. I love Tiffany Haddish. She's um, great. I remember seeing her, like I said, I think I mentioned to this this to you the other day where I saw her on Pimp My Ride. Yes. <laughs> as a guest. And, you know, people didn't know. She was funny then. She said a couple jokes and I was like, what? This girl is silly. Right. Who would have ever thought for me seeing that episode on Pimp My Ride that, hey, when I get a little bit older, I'm going <laughs> to see her on big screens. Right. You know, and she has like, what, three movies out? Two or three movies out right now. I, don't don't quote me. 
<laughs> I'll fact check myself. I, yeah, I, I think, but I'm not sure. Okay. Um, but it's still like like she came from that. And right. even then she tells us now that she came from literally like nothing. She came from the system. Mm-hmm. And within the system, she made it by telling jokes. And it's like she got big by doing that. Right. And it's like it's so many people that feel like, hey, if by a certain age you're not doing something with your life, then there's nothing else for you to do. It's like a lot of these young men are getting lost in the system because it's like all they wanted, all they see and what they want to do is rap, sell right. drugs, do drugs. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like what you want to do besides that. Right. Because you don't have to, like, I mean, you don't have to be what's around you. You don't have to let it, you know, that be the only way. Like, if you feel like that that's not the way that it's comfortable, or you feel like, you know, you need to be, then, you know, you make a way or find a different way. It doesn't have to be. Right. But what do you feel needs to be done to where these young children or even just adolescents in general, they're, they're able to know all of the many opportunities that's out there. I know that is something that, you know, you're passionate about. Yes. So I really feel like, you know, schools should really step up their game be, and, you know, let kids know like, hey, or don't give up on kids just because they're in a bad area or because um, you're they're like, troubled. Yeah, yeah, they're troubled children <laughs> or, or like, yeah. I mean, they might not even be tro- like really troubled. They just might have some other things at home going on that, or like just some hidden issues that you don't know. Like you don't know their, you don't know these kids, like they don't know their lives. They could be so, bored. Right. They could be very, <laughs> like they could be like smart and just bored. Right. Because I, I know I would have been in so much trouble all the time <laughs> if I wasn't in gifted <laughs> but mm-hmm. but um yeah so I mean it's always good to promote that you know you can you can better yourself and to educate these kids and do them justice by telling them you know all the opportunities that are afforded to them not just go to college yeah not not just go to college not just go to trade school not just um you know uh like you know quit and go like drop out of high school that's the only thing you can do or like you you have to sell drugs to make it mm-hmm. so like no you have to tell them about every option and you can do it hey that was that's a word that's a <laughs> word um but like i always think of you know they had us take that test remember that test where it was like you would answer all these questions it wasn't a test but it was like a survey almost or something where you answered all these questions and they came back letting you know what jobs or careers could be best for you i remember that we took that i think maybe in like 10th grade i really Mm -hmm. think that should have been taken well before then um (laughs) like definitely in middle school like yeah i I went to a performing arts school it was a magnet school and it was performing arts based Mm -hmm. so it was like Typically, all of us found something, and we stuck with it. We found it in the sixth grade, and we stuck with it throughout all three years of middle school. Mm -hmm. And it's like, at that point, it would have been good to know, hey, are you really even this interested in this? Are you just doing it because you're good at it? Right. Or are you even good at this? Like, at that point, that would have been, like, the perfect time. Right. To kind of guide us, because there was also schools that were just magnet, that were for really intelligent people, for them to go on to do stuff like go to who knows I don't even know. Like, go to MIT, I think it's the school. Yeah, okay. Um, Anything like that. Like, there's different programs. I think it should be more, like, program-based. Like, you can go here to this magnet school. 
that's gonna that's medical based that can help you either go to like a medical college and mm-hmm. get like your certification or you know go on to undergrad to go later into some type of professional program mm-hmm. medical school pt pa anything like that yeah that'd like, be cool definitely I, I think that'll be a good idea like moving forward in the future for schools to kind of like change or kind of adopt a different portion of it and i do see it happening in a lot of the schools that are adopting certain programs and that definitely would have helped me out <laughs> right <laughs> to help to help guide these these young children into going into the right way or going into doing something to keep them off of the streets keep them out of trouble keep them out of the drug world stop making everybody feel like all these young black men feel like all they can do is rap and so right. it's like that's killing them faster than anything now like yeah at least in the last two weeks, we've had, on average, four four people die by gun violence. Mm-hmm. They're, they've been African-American. Yep. From a child on up to an adult. Like, mm-hmm. it's just been, it's bad. Right. And it, that's, the, that's the life that they're living. That's the world that they're living in. And it's like, how do we stop that? Right. So, I mean, that's the topic for another day. Yeah. <laughs> gun violence, like, that. that's something else. Yeah. But it's really just the idea of trying to represent black people in a positive light and how else we can do it to right. help these younger kids and help even the adolescents, even the young adults, even adults know that there's more out there than to do what you're doing. Right. And you can change at any moment. Yep. I know you were watching this movie the other day. and You told me it was a good representation of all sorts of black representation, even the LGBTQ plus community. Can you expand on that for me? Right. Okay. So the movie that I was watching was Moonlight and I know I'm super late. But I'd heard about it, I'd heard what it was about, I'd heard, um, you know, I've listened to a podcast about it and a review about it, so I finally decided to actually watch it. So, when did Moonlight come out? Since you said you were late, and I've never heard of it or seen it, so I just want to know when it came out. It won an Oscar in 2016. (laughs) And, yeah, so it it made history and everything, I just, I was super late watching it. Everybody told me it was good, but... Maybe I knew that, and I saw the fact that they won an Oscar, and I said, you know what, I'm gonna go back and watch. It. Is Moonlight the word Moonlight written out in like white, yeah, and like kind of sort of skinny letters? Yes. Okay, so I knew that, yes. but I didn't know that. <laughs> and also, I've never seen it either. So okay. fill me in, fill us in, fill us in. <laughs> okay, so what the movie is about? It just follows this boy, um, this little young black man, through his life. And, um, about how he was exploring his sexuality. It's a coming of age movie, but with, um, homosexual black lead. And you don't get to see that very often. And it was just, it was just great to watch. Like, because, you know, you don't see too many movies where, you know, you can let the, like, young black men get to explore their sexuality. Even in real life, it's a huge stigma about, you know, black men, you know, trying to figure themselves out and things like that. Because in the in the double um, standard is that women get a pass and then... <laughs> Let's not start that conversation because you, you know... No, I mean, I know how you feel about it. I'm just saying in society. Because it's going to go deeper. Let's, <laughs> we'll talk about this at another time. Another time. I surely have a lot to say about that. Another <laughs> Another time, but okay. okay what's the stigma? Uh, the double, the double standard oh, is the that double standard. the bad. double standard is that women get a pass, and then w- European Americans 
get to explore. White people. <laughs> they get to explore, but with black young like young black men, they have to be tough. They have to be a certain way. They can't show any weakness. They can't cry, you know, and that's not everybody. And it's kind of damaging to say that this is the only way that you have to be. And so mm. to be able to <laughs> like, you can't be sensitive that you can't, you know, show, you know, your softer side. Can't be vulnerable. Can't be vulnerable. Right. And then this movie is literally just following this young black kid as he, you know, is vulnerable and explores, and it, like, deals with him being bullied. It deals with him, um, his mother was a crack addict, um, and mm. the, like, they were in the hood, and this, um, but this father figure that he had was a drug dealer that, like, you know, but looked out for him, you know, took him in, kind of, he would stay at his house with his, um, girlfriend or wife, and never made it clear. Whether it was his girlfriend or his wife. You know, just like it is today. <laughs> we, we all know. And, but, you know, they really, like, you know, took this kid in. And they were, you know, parental figures where his mother wasn't. And, you know, they explained it because they came to him. They had a real serious conversation with this kid at one point. Because the, ki- the kids at school would bully him for being gay or call him gay. And he didn't even know what that was. So, <laughs> mm. right, they didn't even know what it meant. They and they were still, they were just calling him that to call him that to be mean. Right, so he didn't know yet exactly, right. and they probably didn't either, but kids you know, mean. Yeah, but the conversation, we got real serious. He's like, what is that? And um, he said, well, it's, you know, being um, almost like, you know, a man liking other men. And he's like, am I that? He's like, well... I don't know, but you'll know when you know. And he's like, and he's like, you don't have to know it right now. You know, you don't have to figure it out right now. You'll know when you know. And all right, I, like, all right. <laughs> I like that line in general because it can apply. It can even apply to what we were just talking about when we were talking about representation, like and jobs and careers. Like you may not know right now what you want to do, but right. you'll know when you know. Right. And that's fine. Like, I right, like and that's that. fine. <laughs> yes. You're going to know when you know, y'all. Y'all will know when y'all when y'all know. Right. And then another thing I really liked about it is that it showed an average gay person. It didn't, like... Average? Well, uh, maybe that's the wrong word. But it was more like, you know, nobody was obviously gay. Nobody was flamboyantly gay. I mean, it is okay if you are flamboyant. But in this particular movie, you don't get to see a lot of, you know, just regular looking people. You would never assume if, you know, they didn't say it. So essentially, it was almost as if, like, you know how they always say we didn't have that many. We didn't have gay people when we were younger. Like, older people would say we didn't have gay people. But we all know that they did. Right. They just weren't. Or probably were not. We don't know them too young. But they right. probably weren't as open or as out there as people are today. Right. And so, it, um, you know, nobody was... I mean, the main character, he did look really good at the end of it. Cause, <laughs> but, you know, nobody was overly, you know, um, made... Nobody was overly made up. Nobody was made to be, like, super buff or anything. You know, they looked like people that you would see in your everyday life and it's it was just really refreshing to okay. see so i really 
you know what? I'm going to actually watch this. <laughs> and just so I can actually formulate an opinion on the movie. I mean, I can't really say much because I haven't seen it yet. Right. But I, I'll watch it. Okay. And actually, to add to that, I really just want, like, like the message, you know, to tell young, you know, African-American kids or, you know, um, teenagers, adults even, that, you know, it's okay to, if this is how you're feeling, it's right. okay you know, to explore or to not know what your sexuality is and not, you know, to explore what your sexuality is without, you know, the fear of judgment, the fear of, you know, <laughs> other people, <laughs> you know, and it's, you know, it's okay if this is how you feel. Yes. This actually goes back to another episode where we talked about, um, black men and having a healthy black mind and how they're not able to express themselves openly and do stuff like that. Like just another way to promote them being healthy right? and having a healthy, a healthy mind, a, you know, and a, being able to express yourself and being able to do what you want to do and not have to do what society wants you to do. Right. So, I mean, I like all of that. Like this, this was <laughs> awesome. This yeah. was awesome. I enjoyed this. Me too. <laughs> Man, that was a fire talk. But it's time for Creative Corner. Hey, y'all should check out Chris. His art, it'll be on my social media. You can find him on Instagram at syph.jpeg. So C-Y-P-H-E dot J-P-E-G. He is the mastermind behind my cover art. He came up with that photo from an idea I had in my head and I sent him like different things in different aspects that I wanted. And he came up with that and he even included my personal black logo on it. So y'all should check him out. I'll post some of his cool arts from his Instagram onto mine, but you can check him out at syph.jpeg on Instagram, or you can always look at mine at black talks. So y'all guess what? Thanksgiving is coming up. Thanksgiving is typically not a time that I really look forward to, but we are having a Friendsgiving next weekend, and I'm really, really excited. So Taylor and I actually are, we kind of had a little idea that we wanted to get together with a couple friends before everybody go out of town and be with their different families or, you know, you know, or just be in town with their families and not really able to hang out on Thanksgiving. We were like, you know what? How about we, let's try it. First time, try something. So we picked up a few things and we're going to have a Friendsgiving. We have a, quite a few friends coming over, bringing certain things. And it's something that, you know, I'm kind of excited. I'm ready for it. I'm going to be cooking, y'all, something. It's going to be interesting. Um, but it's not too bad. Like, things that I have agreed to make, I've done it before. You know, I can do a little bit if I think about it. <laughs> if I put my mind to it, I can do it. But we're really excited because we're kind of, it's kind of weird. Taylor is like, like, I can come up with this idea and I'm like, I have this image. And then I'm like, well, Taylor, my image is I see this, this, and that. But I can't necessarily put it together. But her, or where she comes in at, she comes in and she's like, you know what? Okay. Show me what you see, and I can show you what I see, and we can put it together and make this one big thing. And that's kind of how we operated with this, and that's really how we operate, like, typically on the daily. Um, 
that, you know, I can always come up with like, I can always say, hey, I have an image in my mind and I want it. It has to look like this, but it may only be a small portion of what the bigger image is. And I can't see the bigger image because I'm so focused on that small one. She came right in and was like, okay, you want to do this and you, you like that? Well, how about this? What about this banner? What about these cups, these plates, these napkins, y'all? And she got kind of wild with it because I was like, we are not getting ready to spend $15 on decorative napkins that people going to wipe their hands on and throw in the trash. Nah, I'm not about that life. We can get some napkins that match color-wise from other places. So... We, we kind of put our minds together. She kind of like has an interest in event planning. So hopefully we'll see that one day in the future. Whoop, whoop. But hey, I'm always down to say, hey, I see I have an image in my mind. And it may be small or it may be large, but I, I can come up with something. We're really excited about it. And I guess the next time y'all hear my voice, I'll probably be talking about Friendsgiving and how it went. But yeah, I want to thank you, Taylor coming on and talking with me again thank you for inviting me i always love being on yeah it was really nice talking with you I had a really we always have good on conversations yes and y'all we recorded something the other day um about it's what sparked something the part is what sparked you wanting to do the part two because remember we were yeah i remember okay wait do i, I remember, what were we listening to we were in the car we were listening <laughs> to a podcast but we'll yeah. have to well it'll be another episode because it's something it's not really related to what we talked about today but it's related to something else i think we've talked about in the past so it will be something that you'll hear like we we sat in the car for a smooth hour and a half one day listening to this podcast and discussing it and then we formulated like a whole different thing off of and it's like oh my gosh we have to talk about this one day so there is like an old recording i will probably release it one day i don't know if it'll be part of like just bonus stuff or if we'll make an episode out of it um but yeah this is it y'all thank y'all so much for listening i want everybody to follow subscribe rate review send me an email any comments you have i'm always looking for comments you know i want to get better and i want to know what everybody think about it um also if you're interested in being a guest shoot me an email i'm looking for people for highlight our melanin creative corner or even people to come on and talk with me but this is it peace bye listeners see ya